Three lost souls headed west, leaving behind them a trail of ruin a hundred miles long. Ahead of them unfolds uncertain fortune and certain doom. Driven by vengeance, driven by a hunger for justice and a desire for a better world, they charge into the very jaws of damnation and round perdition's teeth. The Seamus and the farm boy approached the high, rusting gates of the mine. The sun, though not quite at its zenith, burnt down on them, as if scrutinizing their every move. Though they had sold out their new employer, in the harsh light of day it seemed less certain that the Quiverful mine had left the broken bodies of their fallen workers underground. Could anyone be so callous as to leave the dead where they fell? But an ominous air hung over the mine and whether it was because of the strike above ground or the hard-working men toiling below was impossible to say. Okay, everyone's got their work assignments. You three, head to shaft 12. You two, head to shaft 14. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I thought shaft 12 was tapped. Lavery looked into it the other day. He says it ain't. Avery couldn't find his ass with both hands and a pack of bloodhounds. Well, then you got a day of light work. What do you care? You get paid either way. This seemed like a good idea last night, but I gotta say, in this light, it seems a little, uh, uh, less good. Too late for that now. We carry on like they say. I guess they do. As for me, I'm gonna go see a man about a horse. And they said they thought that Big Vane was down this way? Like they they ain't start mining it yet? If I remember right, they did. Come on, time's wasting. We're not really going down to shaft fourteen, are we? Shut up, we hear that? You really reckon this'll work? Well, what are they doing? Can't see any more than you. Quiet now. Seems pretty dark, don't mind me saying so, and pretty unscientific. <laughs> These are unscientific times. If you say so. What's the radio for? As our heroes crept forward in the glistening, stinking darkness, a faint light began to fill the newly dug tunnels. The source of the voices was soon revealed, the scab recruiter holding aloft a lantern, and the dapper, sweating man in his shirt sleeves. Something in his treatment of the recruiter, or perhaps his clear lack of skill at manual labor, set him apart as a member of a 
different class. What's that? The building? Can't tell from here. It's some kind of... There's a lot of pieces of people kind of sticking out all over and bones. Knock it off, would you weep? And then there's there's bodies just limp, leaning against the walls. Can it? I'm sorry, Mr. Seeger. I, I just never seen anything like it. Well, I've seen it plenty, and I'm not exactly over the moon about seeing it anymore. Get down on your knees with me. Come on. It won't work if you don't at least pretend to care. If you say so. Humor me and think of all the money you'll have at the end of this. Well, when you put it like that. I don't like the look of this at all. Can't say I do either. Reminds me of them clansmen, don't it? Mm-hmm. What? Yes. As well it might. In the still, Stygian depths of the mine, its walls streaked with bright copper veins, the boss and his flunky had brought the unburied miners. Some were mere bones and rags, some were fresh enough that they might have been sleeping off a bad night. As Everett and Seeger drew closer, the horror deepened. The walls were glistening not only with precious copper, but with the dripping red blood of the working men, curling across the rock with nothing short of infernal intent. That writing's awful hard to look at. Like, it's kind of crawling in front of me. I'm gonna need a long bath at the end of this. Too right. What? I said too right. You hear that? I didn't hear anything. Let's get this over with. No! Look! Over there! I, I think... Aw, oh, hell. Get him! It's some of them scabs. Where'd you come from? Why aren't you digging? Why are you erecting false idols and uh, defiling corpses? Hey. Hey, what's going on? Must have been a cave-in. It's only a matter of time. Oh, shit. We gotta help. Miss Doyle, we we appreciate your concern, but it'll just cause trouble if you're spotted on site. It'll give those mad dogs working for Queaverful just the excuse they need to split your head wide open. Are you going to try to stop me? Okay. Let's get up there. Hey, what do you think y'all are doing? There was a cave-in! Helping out the workers. What did you think I would do? Come on! They don't call her an organizer for nothing. Form a line, fire brigade style. Come on, boys. The Union men rushed past the gates and approached the mouth of the mine, where a group of straight-backed workers were pulling rubble from the gaping hole in the earth to free their compatriots. At Santiago, he's still moving. Come on, boys, heave. Pull him out. Get him to the office. There's a medic there. Laborers, unionizers, and security men worked side by side to free those trapped inside and those who emerged were guided to the office to be examined by the town's doctor. The sound of the radio turned low to distract the dying. Throw your backs into it! (coughs) The hell are you doing here? Saving the men you worked half to death. Now step aside or get in the line. You commie bitch, I ought to have you arrested for trespassing. You really want to do that now? While this is happening? Step 
aside. And eventually, the organizer pulled forth two figures from the mine, emerged like Lazarus from the grave, the two-fisted private eye and the pure-hearted oaky fool, miraculously alive, though injured by their journey into the underworld. She guided them around the corner of the office to question them on what they had seen, but only... You know, I thought you two would be dead. You okay? Not about to drop dead or anything, are you? No, doll. We're... Well... I should let Everett tell it. Everett. Wheat? We should go. Why? The only people who didn't want us down there are dead. Both of them. Who's dead? The boss. Mr. Quiverful. His name isn't Quiverful, it's... Whatever, he's dead. He was doing something with the bodies, and Everett got him right in the head with a pickaxe. Splat! He's dead? Shit. Now the mine's going to close. What? I thought you'd be thrilled. I want these people to have good jobs, not no jobs. Why'd you do it, kid? They had... What? They had piled the bodies up and made some kind of altar with a scarecrow holding a bowl of blood and a noose over it. It, it was an evil thing that I was doing. It was, it was evil and it was wrong and I, and I had to make it stop. Shit. Whatever. I got the boss's wallet. So let's go pay the mechanic and get back on the road. There's gotta be 50 bucks in here. We should be fine for a while. You can't just... There they are! Get them! Cannon did. Let's go! He's alive! Scram! Run! And so the two became three as the Union organizer joined them on their journey west to escape certain death at the hands of the- Someone turn off that goddamn radio! Okay, so what the hell was that all about? The altar and everything? It's the new big thing. Like the Lindy Hop. The what? It's a dance. It's big back east. I don't believe for a moment you know anything about dancing. And I don't believe that has anything to do with what's going on. I've been known to dance. I may be living in Oklahoma City, but I'm not from there. Whatever. Tell me about the altar. We saw one once before, built by a... What do you call a group of clansmen? A haunt. I think it's just a clan. Or a group. It doesn't matter. Fine, well, they had one built, but didn't have the bodies. They had the, you know, the the idol with a bowl full of silver coins and blood. I I imagine they was going to put our bodies in the altar. Jesus. Now... Uh, excuse me, Miss uh, Doyle. I'm not... But I'd appreciate it if you uh, honored the second commandment and not take the Lord's name in vain. Sure. I mean, it's a habit that I might slip up on, but I'll make an effort. Just don't call me Miss. Well then, I have a question, Doyle. Why did you abandon the strike? 
What do you mean? It seems to me that you left your buddies back there pretty high and dry. Because the mine's dead. Without someone to take it over, it will shudder and the town will die. But why take up with us? You were the first people headed west. So when I... Yeah. Don't worry about it. He was an evil son of a bitch. I I mean, I I suppose I just... Let's leave that. Why are you going west? Lots of places are west of here. No. I mean, where are you going? I don't know. Where are you going? Not that it's any of your business, but I'm making a delivery to a Pinkerton branch office. You really do just smell like a Pinkerton. You know that, right? Everett, it's your car. You mind if I throw her out? Well, that'd be mighty unkind. What about you, Everett? Where are you headed? Those clansmen said something about a man. A man in a black suit, I imagine, like the Scarecrow. I guess I'm looking for him. Wait. Why? I don't really want to talk about it, Mr. Seeger. I'd appreciate you keeping the conversation down. I'd need to listen to the engine and make sure it isn't making that funny noise anymore. And so the unlikely trio headed west, traveling in silence. Though Everett could tell from the noise under the hood, a slight raw sound in the engine, that they weren't going to get terribly far before some other twist of fate stopped them in just the wrong place at just the wrong time. Thank you.